0: Hey guys, welcome back to Talking Fit. We are here with you live on a Thursday afternoon. It is not our typical Friday here. We're here to talk about our main topic today, guys, which is going to be self-limiting behaviors that can prevent you from reaching your results. All right. Adam, and, now, and yeah, these are like these are kind of like he uh, was ready. He uh, was, yeah, was, was ready. ready. I'm ready. <laughs> this was this was my
1: idea. That's why usually Ty ha- has had most of the ideas. <laughs> um, no, this one is is we're obviously gonna relate it mainly to like results in the gym. Mm-hmm. But I genuinely, with the exception of ones that are specifically about food, I think a lot of these can uh, you know relate to every aspect of life, whether mm-hmm. it's relationships, uh, career wise, all that stuff. But obviously, like we're gonna relate it mainly towards. Uh, fitness and nutrition and how this can prevent you from seeing whether it's weight loss results performance results um but i i think that most people who listen to this are genuinely more interested in like kind of weight loss and 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 body composition feeling Mm -hmm. better looking better and all that stuff uh so this kind of the idea originally came to me just because i have a lot of conversations with a lot of clients every single day and these are very common things that i see especially with people who are trying to lose weight you know i mean uh i think When you're trying to uh, maybe, let's say you're already in good shape and you're trying to get a little bit leaner or maybe you're an athlete, you're trying to get better at your sport. I think you have a kind of a baseline level of of confidence kind of built already. When you're someone who's trying to lose weight and, and it's a substantial amount of weight. There's a lot of confidence and mindset that goes into it. And there's a lot of uh, psychological aspects that go into, you know, why you even got into the current position that you're in. You know, why do you, uh, you know, tend to overconsume calories? Why do you not feel motivated uh, to work out and things like that? So that'll kind of bring us to uh, the first one on here, uh, which is relying on motivation. I think that's mm-hmm. a huge, uh, a huge part of the reason why people don't see the results they want because they're just constantly waiting to be motivated. I mean, how often do you have people say to you that like, I, I don't really have, I don't really feel motivated. Or how do you get motivated? Pretty
0: much every day that is yeah. not right after vacation or right after the weekend.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. People are super motivated on January 1st, yeah. right after a holiday or right after like, you know, a weekend or a vacation. Gen- yeah. But I'm talking about any given Tuesday, nope. it's <laughs> rainy out and you got work, you got kids, uh, you know, you have things you got to get done. How do you stay motivated? Uh, Again, this is specifically to eating right and working out regularly, but this can bleed into other aspects of life. Uh, So I think if you're expecting to be motivated all the time, you are setting yourself up to be disappointed because you're not going to be motivated all the time. Mm -hmm. Uh, So the kind of takeaway from that is to really stop – focusing on not being motivated and stop waiting to be motivated or stop Googling hacks on how to get motivated. Stop asking people how to get motivated. (laughs) Stop wondering why you're not motivated and just accept the fact that no one is genuinely, genuinely motivated every single day when it comes to like yesterday, I'll give you an example. (laughs) Yesterday, yesterday I had to work out at like 2 PM, uh, started my day at 4 AM. I I had a good amount of appointments yesterday Watched my baby. During, watched my baby. Not watched. Watched my baby <laughs> during the day. Uh, emails, all that stuff. Finished my la- my last in person appointment at two p.m. I gotta leave my house at three thirty p.m. for my boot camp, and then I have like a, conf- a, a console mm-hmm. call after boot camp. And the last thing I want to do was this fucking horrible leg day that I had to do. That was a ridiculous amount of reps, and it was really hard. My garage was really humid, and just didn't want to do it. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't want to do it. Um, I just did it anyway (laughs) I just did it anyway like I don't think it was my best workout ever I don't think I didn't hit any PRs or anything like that but like I just fucking did it anyway Mm because it's just a non-negotiable it's just part of uh, my day-to-day life so like what are some things that you give me something for for you that's uh, maybe maybe an example of something that does motivate you Mm -hmm. but also like what do you do when you're just not feeling motivated yeah
0: yeah I mean I think for me well in terms of uh Everybody likes, in terms of motivation, so I think everyone likes to have a, a safe spot or a zone that they can go, they can go back to and reach and dwell upon when it comes to finding some inspiration for motivation. Yeah. Uh, for me, I realized I had to do that to get through some uh, intense workouts and also some intense practices, so I like, it made me realize that you said there is definitely a, a difference in a discernment between people that play sports and haven't played sports, because yeah. that's why I built that, so when I think about it, I'm like, wait, yeah, if you didn't play sports, how would you really start to build that feeling and have that safe place for you to go back to so for me um in terms of like my motivation what motivates me honestly is just to feel my best every single day like i i mean i've gone from in terms of my like we'll start with fitness goals i'm wanting to just uh lose a bunch of weight i was very overweight when i was younger and then turned into i want to put on muscle and be stronger and be the best uh basketball athlete then it was I wanted to be as strong as I could be, and now it's I just want to feel my best, be pain free every single day. Yeah. Um. That being said, again, living pain free, beating the the hell out of your body from playing sports, like I'm definitely not motivated to either work out every day or to, uh, in terms of nutrition, eat greens or something. You know, I struggle with, but like you just suck it up and do it anyway. Yeah. You have to just bite the bullet and. You know, motivation, and we said this before in previous podcast. I know we yeah, have, but, like, motivation is fleeting. It's, yeah. it's never anything that's going to stay there um, 100% of the time, 365. I think that's where you realize that it's the, the commitment, the discipline, and the hard work that will get you to where you want to be and to stay at consistently. And, you know, I always revert back to, I think, a Kobe when it comes yeah. to that. and always the model mentality and just, like, working your heart to be the best version of you or whatever that is every single day and motivation isn't going to fuel that. Oh yeah, no, I think
1: think, uh, one of the things uh, that I tell people too is, uh, so two points, is one is setting realistic expectations of yourself. Uh, What I mean by that, I'm not even talking about goal-based expectations, I'm just talking about behavior expectations. So can you commit to, you know, can you realistically work out three days a week? If that's all you can do, Mm -hmm. don't say, I'm gonna start working out six days a week next week. Just expect three. And just go for that bare minimum and the, the, or not the bare minimum necessarily, but just go for what you can realistically do every single week and make that your bare minimum. Mm-hmm. So if three is your, you know, non-negotiable, I can hit that every single week. You do your three and then on the weeks you can do five, you do five. But at yeah. the end of the day, you never go below that, that, that threshold of three. On the flip side of that, uh, you know, everyone thinks that motivation is going to stimulate, you know, action and then action will get results but I posted this yesterday I'm sure people have heard this from other sources I did not come up with this myself but like action leads to results and that's what leads to motivation so it's completely reversed you have to reverse engineer your way of thinking you can't expect like a YouTube video or an Instagram post uh, to get you motivated or a song, all those things can help, but those are gonna kind of maybe, you know, spark a flame like a match, but it's not gonna keep the fire going. Mm-hmm. You have to just constantly be putting in action on a day to day basis, consistent action. And when you do that, you'll start to see results, and results will cause you to then be motivated to do more. Uh, so, for example, would be a non fitness related example, would be like me and Tyler uh, having our own businesses, you know, mm-hmm. like every day we have to do something that is related to our business there's no like complete day off it's just there's always going to be something to do i have some days where it's really really busy and I have some days where it's not so busy but i still get something done um and i i was guilty of definitely setting unrealistic expectations for myself in the beginning Mm -hmm. but now i have more of a grasp on what i am realistically capable of in a week and just hammering that out and every week Relentlessly hammering that out, and it's not going beast mode. It's not grinding. It's just hammering the the shit off the checklist every single day. So I have my schedule of clients. Mm -hmm. If I don't want to post something on Instagram, I know that sounds weird, but for guys building like a fitness business, Instagram Mm -hmm. posts are a good thing to do. I don't want to write that shit. Sometimes I don't have an idea, and I don't want to do it, but I do it anyway. Sometimes I look at my emails, and I'm just like, I don't want to respond to all these emails. Mm -hmm. And today I procrastinated on it up until I was literally sitting in in my car outside of Tyler's house waiting waiting for him to get back from the post office and I (laughs) I banged out my emails. So like uh, just get it done. So uh, I would say if you're feeling a lack of motivation, don't search for motivation. Search for action. What can you do today that's going to make you feel proud of yourself? So Mm -hmm. is that going to be not drinking tonight? Mm -hmm. Is that going to be... Going for a walk after dinner, you know. I, I'm saying all this stuff because I'm assuming most people might listen to this middle of the day. But it's like, let's say even tomorrow, does that mean I'm gonna have protein with breakfast? Mm-hmm. Start doing that, and maybe that'll lead you to feeling better, checking off that win, and then you'll lead you'll add another one, add another one. But um, honestly, like to be completely transparent, like when someone says I have no motivation to do anything. It's honestly like one of the most frustrating things mm-hmm. I can hear because sometimes I just want to go, you think I'm fucking motivated? No, we got <laughs> yeah. I'm not motivated to have this conversation right now, <laughs> but I'm having it because I want to help you. But I think you know you got to suck it up sometimes just realize you got to get these things done. I think when it comes to work, I guarantee you anyone who says they're not motivated to do anything, I could probably point out three or four things in your life right now that you do every day that you're not motivated Absolutely. to do but you're doing them pretty well maybe it's your job maybe it's being a parent or a husband or a wife like you're not motivated to be the best of the best of that every single day but you mm-hmm. get it done you do what you got to do because there's consequences to your actions mm-hmm. you know if you're a shitty husband or wife you might get a, get a divorce you know that if you're a shitty parent your kids are gonna you know might be shitty kids mm-hmm. you know that if you don't perform at your job you might get fired there's consequences to your actions. So, like, when Tyler was saying what motivates him uh, to work out is feeling good. Mm-hmm. I I honestly, I hear that. And what when I, I, when I also hear is it's not necessarily just feeling good that motivates him. It's not wanting to feel shitty. Yep. So, like, the, the, the consequence is just as motivating as the result. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. A hundred percent. I a hundred percent
0: agree with that. I think. And relating that same feeling back to, like, fitness and nutrition, like, reali- realizing that. And although it does cross over into pretty much every aspect in life, like, it is. It comes down to your discipline. Like again, yeah. same thing you were saying. Like work. Some days you may be, you know, super fatigued, didn't got a lot of sleep, Carter was up, keeping you up all night. That was last night. <laughs> that was <laughs> last know, night. We were
1: both. Me and Meg were both up for like middle middle of the night last night. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. And the past three nights, um, I've gotten up at two thirty consistently, wide awake.
1: Don't know why, but just up. I'll tell you. Ready. I'll tell you why. Why. Because you started your own business. <laughs> you, know, you know my time, Dude, I, a quick sidebar. Do you know how many fucking sleepless nights I had when my first started. I remember one night specifically, I was at like 2.30, 3 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was at 2 a.m., whatever it was. Couldn't sleep. Yep. Going downstairs in my kitchen. And I literally emailed like eight different news stations mm-hmm. to see if they'd be interested in doing a story <laughs> like, the, the, like literally i was just like whatever i can think of right now i just got to get it done yep but I, these people are seeing these emails coming at 2 a.m no wonder why they didn't <laughs> get <laughs> me <out>. like, <laughs> i, like I think i got one out of it but guy. so yeah but like but no that's why man i've had many sleepless nights because yeah, yeah yeah all right
0: well my doctor just diagnosed. so that's what's going on <laughs> um uh on that same note, I think it's just, you know, again, just realizing that, you know, motivation is, you know, in terms of starting the fire, that's going to lead you to stay consistent over time. Motivation is simply just the kindling to your fire. It's not the the standalone logs that are going to allow you to burn and stay consistent and to stay on track over time. And realistically, you know, it all comes down to your commitment and your and your, it comes down to your commitment and your discipline to uh, turn those modalities or whatever it is that you want to engage in into something that's a non-negotiable. It's something that you want to make a part of your life and realize that like this is a lifestyle. Eating well is a lifestyle. Um, Continuing to stay active, whether it's your two days a week, five times a week, it's gonna be different for everyone. And also realizing that there's varying levels it's, a bro- m- it's broad it's broad yeah, huge you have a lot of flexibility with that yeah, yeah i mean that can be you know doing your strength training maybe once or twice a week for someone who's um say 65 seven years old or um for a young athlete who's preparing to go to college and is working five six times a week doing the strength training and skill work right it's it's different for every single person yeah you know
1: so i'm right there with you, but so I'm right you can pick that pick the next one we got next
0: allowing social pressure to throw you off track oh my goodness yeah this is yeah so <laughs> yes. like, like
1: not not to make this like a dare did you, did you take dare in school yes. so not like a dare peer pressure thing i actually won the dare essay contest Did you really? when i was in fifth grade that's
0: a weird brag by the way but it is awesome. a weird brag it is a <laughs> weird awesome. brag
1: i thought I, it wasn't even a brag i just thought it was funny <laughs> everyone else was like Writing about like hypothetical stuff, and I wrote about like real life stuff that I was happening in my lifetime, and the, I think they yeah, yeah, was just yeah. like, "Oh shit!" Wow. <laughs> <They> <laughs> Let's collapsed. keep this kid out of therapy and give him an award. <laughs> they realized what was going
0: on. Um, so, allowing social pressure to throw you off track. Um, I was actually just having a conversation. Um, I think it was with my brother actually last night about this, but uh, social pressure to throw you off track. So, I think the the commonality or the common idea of like trying to keep up keep up with the Joneses. Um, and what I mean by that is strictly thinking that you have to put on this front, this face for people all the time and not, uh, not allow yourself to just be human. I think so many times, even, uh, we're talking about Instagram and how that's like part of the business, like to a certain extent too, like, yeah, it's, it's a highlight reel. Instagram, social media, a lot of that stuff is a highlight reel for everyone. And uh, I think because of that, a lot of times people won't show their true genuine self to the public. And what I find is when you actually do that. You tend to get the opposite. You know, people want to find out more about who you are as a person, what you represent, uh, the morals that you know align you every single day, and um, just yeah, just being more aware of yourself and finding your more genuine self throughout time.
1: This is this is I think this is a, one thing that a lot of people don't talk about. I don't know if it's because it's like uh, I don't know if it's like politically incorrect to say it, but mm-hmm. like I don't. But I don't think it is. I think it's just common sense. I think. For someone who is already in good shape, mm-hmm. it's much easier to go to a party mm-hmm. and not overindulge. Because mm-hmm. people will already probably be looking at you like, what's that guy or girl do? Mm-hmm. Right? So you feel like almost like a confidence, like, oh yeah, like let's say you're you know, you're a male or female and you're in you're you know, really good shape, you've been working out, you're very consistent. Like you don't have a problem going to a party and having a couple of drinks and having some chips because you know that you know, it's yeah. about the consistency and that's not going to ruin you. On the flip side of that, if you go and you don't have those things, you're not worried about what people say because you're like, well, fuck you, I'm in good shape. Like this is why I'm in good shape. Yep. I think when people are overweight and they're they don't feel confident, they almost feel embarrassed to mm-hmm. say that they aren't going to like have. Dessert or aren't gonna have drinks because I think it's like this inner dialogue that you're you're nervous that people are gonna like go, oh like like look at you weird like oh well you're not in shape like what do you care you know sort of thing <laughs> and I I don't think that when someone says that but I'm I think that there's a fear that that you're gonna get that response does that make sense what I'm saying yeah yeah so yeah, like, I, I never thought about yeah that, so like yeah so I think. For when I when I have clients who are trying to lose weight, I think they have a lot of trouble communicating. We talked about this on the last podcast, like communication, communicating to friends and family or, or at a work party why they're not having. And and at the end of the day, I just want to let you know that like no one is going to care about your goals as much as you do, yeah, and no one really, no one actually cares that you're not having the pizza. They're just insecure that they're having the pizza and yes. you're not, and yes. you're, yeah, yes. and are po- yes. Yes. yes, and you're poking at that insecurity. Yep. So if you say no to pizza and someone gives you shit about it, mm-hmm. they're not calling you out. They're in your your behavior is now making them feel self conscious because they think that you're judging them for eating pizza, mm-hmm. whether or not they're in better shape than you or not. It's just human behavior. So I think understanding that and flipping the script and, and understanding that that mindset is if you say no to pizza someone gives you shit about it don't look at it as a a, a shot at you understand that oh well they're just self-conscious that they're eating it and I'm not mm-hmm. on the flip side of that you know no one actually cares first of all if you're doing it or doing it so and don't also don't make like a scene about it <laughs> so like I've had that before where someone's like well, I'm not drinking tonight and I'm not eating this because I'm on this diet and I'm trying to do this and the, and it's just, now you're just a buzzkill. Yeah. but like if you just happen to not grab a slice, no one's going to really notice whether or not you grab it or not. Mm-hmm. Or if you have one drink instead of four, mm-hmm. no one's going to really call you out on that. So I think you have to understand going into these social situations, if you have a goal in mind, you can choose one or two paths. If, if social gatherings where there's a lot of good, high-calorie food are very rare in your life, let's say they are once or twice a month, mm-hmm. allow yourself to enjoy it. You know what I mean? Just enjoy it. Don't have the guilt. If you're going to two, three, four a week, Mm -hmm. then, yeah, you're going to have to have a little bit more self-discipline and understand that you have to use some of these tips. Not making a scene about it, just doing your thing. Don't don't comment on what anyone else is doing. Don't make over. Don't overly comment on what you're doing. Just if you don't want something, don't eat it. You mm-hmm. know that's it. That's all. I, you don't really have to explain yourself to people. And and honestly, no one really wants to hear anyone's explanation anyway. Yeah. They just want to enjoy themselves. Yeah. No, and then in six months, I'm when you're very... down thirty pounds, they're gonna ask you what you did. What you did. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yes. Exactly. No. I mean, I think those two like a bowl of responses like like correlate like perfectly, man. Because like again, it's like it's on the same notion of like. You're focused on what, like you said, you're the only person that's going to care as much about your goals as you are. So if you're living your most genuine life and you're, you're you know, adhering to your choices and what aligns with you the most, then just focus on that. You can't allow other people to throw you off track. If you did that, a lot of people wouldn't be in the position they're in today. They wouldn't feel as great as they do. Their health wouldn't be as good as it is. They wouldn't be, you know say, as financially successful. Um, if people let the pressure from others and the uh, the peer pressure for them to make decisions for them to allow them to feel more comfortable i don't i never understood that that notion though of like saying to someone well you're eating this um so now or you're choosing to not eat this so now i feel weird like for me personally like i don't give a crap what you do yeah, You know, yeah, it's, yeah. at the end of the day like I, I want you to i would i want everyone to be healthy of course and feel their best but like at the end of the day we're all humans we all have the choice we're adults to put into our bodies what we want and i don't um, allow another person's choices to affect me personally nor would I want mine to affect them and their mood or how they feel about what they're doing for themselves oh yeah dude and
1: I'll, dude I'll be 100% honest with you I've had those moments where like I mm-hmm. feel like oh, my diet's been a little crappy yep. and then I'm at I'm hanging out and some, someone like one of my friends is maybe being on point and I'm not I'm like man I gotta get my shit together but like I don't I don't hate on them for it. No, I'm just no, like, no. I'm inwardly being like, man, I gotta even get my shit together. Like, I, so I've had those moments too. So don't think that like I'm perfectly around. Like I've definitely had those moments where like yep. maybe my nutrition isn't where I want it. Uh, but again, my overall consistency is there so it doesn't completely throw me off track. Mm-hmm. Um, I, another thing I think is if you're hanging around or living with other people who are not, you know, I've had clients who are like, you know, you know sign up with me for maybe nutrition coaching and they're, or training and they have a spouse, you know, husband or wife who's not into you know eating healthy, not into working out it's not something that they do mm-hmm. um, and you know for some for a lot of people it's no big deal like this one person's into it one person's not, but for other people, it can be hard because they're ha- they're having trouble communicating to their partner that hey i don't want you to just randomly show up at the house with takeout mm-hmm. i don't want to skip a workout. Uh, you know to stay out late drinking the night before so it becomes a communication thing so if you're if you're with someone and they're not fully understanding your goals don't just up and ditch them but like communicate to them like listen when you when you're pressuring me to go out drinking when i'm trying to get my health on track cuz i want to lose you know 30 40 50 pounds it just makes me feel like you don't care about my goals or makes me feel uh like you're you know you're not being empathetic towards uh how hard this is for me mm-hmm. uh so you know can we please like work on that and then that's a whole, then you can have that conversation but if you're just a, being passive and mm-hmm. then someone's like no, no 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 let's go out drinking you know what? just skip your workout in the morning you can constantly do that At the end of the day that's not on them you're still making that decision so you have to communicate and set boundaries mm-hmm. let them know like hey on the weekends, I'm cool with being a little more lenient, but I don't want you to just show up at the house with you know pizza on Tuesday because then it throws off my day. And then I go into Wednesday not feeling good, and now I'm starting over. Yeah, no, I agree 100%. I think that in order for you to stay aligned with your goals, like you, just,
0: you have to turn it not, no longer into a choice. Like I said, just making it, it a, a non-negotiable and turning this into your lifestyle. When you, I feel like when you have a lifestyle set up and you choose to live that way, that's how you also identify yourself with yeah. others. I think the more genuine you are and true you are to yourself, you're able to abide by those rules more. And then you will then take the actions to be more communicative. Communicative, Ooh, got that one. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> more communicative with people um, and just, you know, share your opinion, your beliefs, and um, letting people know, like, where you stand. You know, I think there's, in too many instances, relationships, um, friendships, there's a lot that can go unsaid. Oh, yeah. Communication is
1: huge yeah and, and and when it comes to like like i said if you if you have big fitness goals if you're really trying to change your life or, or change your body you have to you have to have boundaries set and you have to have also real reasonable flexibility too mm-hmm. like you have to be understand that like you know you don't want to be a robot either yeah, you want to be able to uh enjoy cake at a birthday or enjoy a couple of drinks with friends mm-hmm. but you want to just be able to do it on your terms mm-hmm. if you're choosing to do that and you know you have that planned out, that, that is a little bit more palatable for people to know that they have control of it. I think for most mm-hmm. people, they just want more control over their, their health. And, and if you're not communicating, you're not going to have control because you're going to be letting other people's reactions control your, mm-hmm. your decisions. Which um not a great way to live. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, next up. Uh, Negative self-talk. There you go. Yeah, I was... Sorry, we have the top... I'm reading the topics off of the text I sent to Tyler, which has the topics, and I was reading through the beginning bullshit part of the text, so I, had, I was like, we came up with a shorter title. We can come up with a shorter title. What does that mean? Uh, <laughs> anyway, negative self-talk. Negative self-talk. Uh, this one is something I'm definitely guilty of. Uh, I'm sure most people are. I'm sure even Tyler, who's super positive, dude, is guilty of this, too. Yeah, It's just like, 100%. you know, self-doubt and, uh, you know uh questioning yourself and i think that negative self talk a lot of the times is like an inner monologue but i've seen with people it be more of a uh, you know that's how they're communicating to others around them so we we're just talking yes. about communication yep. but not having the person be like oh well you know me i'm probably going to fall off next week or mm-hmm. like or even someone just being like oh well i'm just going to going to continue being fat or like oh, and mm-hmm. making like you know self deprecating jokes on themselves mm-hmm. which by all means like there's nothing wrong with being having humility and being able to goof on yourself but when you're constantly pointing out your flaws Mm -hmm. and i think psychologically a lot of people they do that to get in front of it Mm -hmm. because they're afraid that someone else is going to do it it so someone is like i'm going to call myself fat before someone else calls me fat because then i have control over the narrative and i think that's something that you really have to work on i I wish i had the answers for you but i'm not a psychologist but like (laughs) that's that is something to pay attention to like take take an inventory like how often am i shitting on myself publicly to other people Mm -hmm. and trust me i'm guilty of it too and and might not be specifically fitness related but i i definitely do that as like kind of like a defense mechanism not because i think someone else is going to goof on me but maybe i'm feeling insecure about uh maybe you know business is slow Mm -hmm. and for some reason i think other people know this even though they would have no way of knowing it I'll be like, oh, yeah, no, things are slow. Like, or like, I'll, I'll even say things like, well, yeah, if you know this whole personal training thing doesn't work out, I have to get a real job. So, like, you know, I'll yeah, do yeah. things like that sometimes. <laughs> uh, but I try to capture myself when I'm doing them too much and, and remind myself that, like, uh, of the, the wins that I've had, mm-hmm. the, acknowledge the positive things. Mm-hmm. And, and that, when I do that, that gets me fired up and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that when I'm constantly focusing on the negatives. You know, you just quickly spiral down and that's all mm-hmm. you're focusing on. And, and then again, takes us back to the first ones. How are you going to be motivated if all you're, all you're doing I'm is focusing on the negative me. shit? So, yeah. Yeah. No, hundred percent. I agree. In terms of self-talk
0: for me is, um, is huge. Uh, honestly, like speaking of uh, focusing on my, my inner work and, um, my, <laughs> my inner demons, cause we all have them. I yeah. guess I uh, was focusing on the things that I say to myself on a daily basis. Um, not only inside of my head, but again, like you're saying it out in public or um, to myself, but using, you know, my vocal cords to like actually project it out into space. And I feel like by doing that, you make it tangible, you make it real. Um, I'm a huge believer in um, saying that, or I'm a huge believer in that, you know, the tongue is one of the most powerful uh, muscles on the body, not in terms of just actually like as an organ, but of just what it can do for your life. And I believe a lot in a uh, positive mindset and focusing on your mindset and manifestation. And, um, in doing so, it allows you to raise your level of awareness about the things around you, uh, how you're communicating with yourself, um, and with others as well. And if you're always putting out that negative energy, people are going to receive that they'll feel it when they're around you and you'll go, you won't notice until you start to make a change, but you'll see how, uh, by projecting and putting those things out there into space and using them in a positive manner and saying consistently, it's the same as working out. It's a skill. It becomes a, a part of your life and something that you use in order to reach whatever goals you have set forth for you. So, yeah, negative self-talk is definitely, definitely a no-no for me as well. Um, and just realizing, too, like, again, at the end of the day, like, you're the one who's with yourself more than anybody oh, else. Yeah. That sounds vaguely creepy and maybe a little <laughs> weird. But really it is. Like like even when you're living with someone, you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, yeah. You're still technically you, you go upstairs, you're in your office doing what you're doing, working, whatever and have you, like you're technically still by yourself. At the end of the day, the the person you're with, right, well, you can love them to death, but they they're not going to be the ones that are going to they can help you stay disciplined, but they won't be the ones to set forth and make that the foundation. Yeah, you also for can't put life.
1: that you also can't put that on someone else. You yes. know what I mean? You can't expect Someone else to, to just constantly live their life based off of what off you think is be, uh, best for you. But I think, uh, you know, I really wish I could remember what it's called, but it's an actual thing. Mm. Uh, it's actual scientific <laughs> thing. So basically, like, your your brain uh, will constantly seek out evidence to feed, like, the, the, the narrative that you believe, yes. or basically, or, or, or seek out evidence to, to prove uh, your own theories. So, for example, a very baseline example of this is. Um, I'm sure most people can relate to this, but when you are, let's say you're looking for a new car, right? Mm-hmm. Um, let's say I have a fucking a Nissan Rogue. <laughs> so uh, I had maybe seen like one Nissan Rogue in my entire life. Uh, both of my neighbors have Nissan Rogues. Mm-hmm. Never noticed it before. And like, you know, I bought a Nissan Rogue and then I immediately started seeing them Everywhere, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. everywhere, and I'm sure, like you decide, oh, I'm gonna buy this car, and then you just start seeing that car fucking everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's because you've made this decision, you've chosen this thing, and now your brain just starts looking for that thing. It's, it's a it's an actual scientific thing that you. Yep. I just don't remember the name. If someone can remember the name, they send it to us. But it was in a, I read a book Either about it. Like,
0: I don't think it's law or rel- re- relativity. No, no, no. It's, and but it's it has like it has an something acronym. to do with your RAS. I'm pretty sure. Oh shit, that sounds familiar. It has something to do with your reticular maybe don't quote me on this activating system or is something, is something there's an R there does. is an R in it I know there's an R <laughs> there's an R in it. people yeah, are gonna yeah. be like what are these guys talking no, about no but it's a it's a real thing just take no, my it really word, is, take my it word for is, yes. it I'll
1: google it yep. but like um so when you're telling yourself I'm fat I'm lazy mm-hmm. I can't I'm not motivated or like I'm gonna thing. give up on this or like I'm constantly giving up on these things you're gonna just start seeking out whether it's Social media, movies, music, people that feed that narrative mm-hmm. and, and kind of you know uh, help tell that story to yourself because your brain is being programmed to do that. Mm-hmm. And again, this is I am not perfect at this. I am not a guru at this. I am one hundred percent my own worst enemy when it comes to everything. So for me to tell you this, that's how important you know it is. Is that like I am telling you that like I, this is stuff that I've actually experienced in my life, where I am just like feeding myself these narratives. Unintentionally, just mm-hmm. negative self-talk, and then I start to notice like things start to go in that direction. But yeah, when I'm like, when I'm like feeding into the positive stuff, I feel way better, and I see results from it. And again, those results cause me to be more, more motivated mm-hmm. and everything like that. So, um yeah, regardless if it's fitness or not, like if you just find yourself constantly ragging on yourself and pointing out your flaws to people, uh just just trust me, man. Like if you, I'm not saying you have to be bragging, and cocky, but Focus on your wins. Don't be afraid to talk about the, the win you had that day. Maybe it was just that you worked out that day and you hadn't worked out in three weeks. That's a yeah. win. Focus on that instead of being like, well, I haven't worked out in three weeks. Or, I should have lost 20 pounds by now, but I've only lost 10. Oh yeah, yeah. I see, I hear that one a lot. <laughs> oh, my God, I hear that one way too much. When
0: just losing any body fat or any weight like at all... Just, I, I mean, take it to a baseline. Choosing to make the step to do so is a win. Is a huge win because yeah. so many people know that there's information either out there or there's an ability to, to take that action, but they just choose to not engage in it. Like they, most people, most people are the things that Adam and I could like teach people and work with people on. They have the base or have like a, uh, an awareness to a slighter extent, at least to it. But they don't take the action to actually engage in it and start the oh,
1: process. Oh dude, I tell this to clients all the time. Even even clients who haven't even signed up yet. I'm just talking to them. Because like I tell people all the time, like, just I'm not I'm not a good time. I'm not a good salesman, but I am a good coach. But like I tell people all the time, I'm like, you don't even I'm like, you don't need yeah. a coach. Like <laughs> I guarantee you you could tell me the five things you need to change about your diet, yep. and I I bet you at least four of them would be spot on. Yep. You know what to do. Uh, or at least what you shouldn't be doing. Mm -hmm. You just don't know what you should be doing instead or you're just not able to stay consistent or you need the accountability. The -hmm. reason why I'm not afraid to tell people that is because I want people to know up front, like, you you can do this on your own. Mm -hmm. My job is to set you up so that you can continue to do it on your your own. So, uh, you know, I think most people know the changes they need to make and all the stuff we're going through right now, I think a lot of people, if you identify with this, you've probably said to yourself before, oh, like, you know, I should probably stop calling myself an asshole Dan, or I should probably... They're like, oh, you know, yeah, I should stop doing that. Yeah, <laughs> I should stop doing that. Or, you know, I, I should stop, you know, d- drinking every time someone else is drinking, or mm-hmm. whatever it is. So you probably know the change you need to make. You just need a, maybe one or two strategies to help keep you on the course uh, so that you don't veer off, you know, every every two weeks. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, 100%. And
0: in terms of, like, as far as, like, coaching goes, I always tell, like, clients that, like, 99% of people, like, when it comes to coaching, they sign up for the accountability aspect. Oh, like, yeah. It's, like, literally, like... So many people, because in full transparency, um, and Adam I know does the same, we all have like a consult call with our clients before we take them on as clients, and nine times out of ten, I'll, I'll take notes, I always take notes as I'm writing to like help myself remember things uh, specifically about the client and be able to tailor things for them, but uh, more so just to hear where their mindset is and where they're at in their life and uh, how committed they can be, but like they always... Not always, but I would say a majority of time, like, say, eight to nine times out of ten, like, they know the things that they should be doing. They say it when we're on the phone. Yeah, They're, yeah. I, or I was like, uh, what's one thing you do that's uh, not not really well, and what's the thing you, you do really well? And they'll say, well, I prep really well, or I stick to my water all the time, or um, if they do something, you know, that's not great, say, like, oh, maybe I, um, I'm um, having, uh, I'm picking off of my kid's plate every single time I make them a meal for, um, th- for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Like something like that, they know exactly the things yeah. that they quote unquote should or should not be doing as consistently, but they just need the accountability. They oh yeah, it. yeah, that's it, that's. Literally and then it. there's
1: also the there's like the there's like the the layers to the onion too. It's just like yeah. What what do you think you can do better? Oh, uh, you know, I'm probably like I eat too much on the weekends. Okay. Well, what else? And then you peel back, and then eventually it's like, well, you know, I I I, I really actually never track my calories, when I did it. but um. Yeah, I think that's that is a, a very important aspect to just understand that uh, if you want to make changes, start with the easiest, most basic ones that you know you should be making. And like I said, it could be drinking more water, it mm-hmm. could be eating more protein, whatever it is. Start there, and don't shit on yourself for all the stuff that you're not doing. Just celebrate the things you are doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and I have clients like that too. And like I, I guarantee, you, I can work with anybody who's never worked on nutrition before. If we didn't work together for eight weeks. You will have you can and you're actually consistent in checking in with me. Like you'll have all the habits down in eight weeks, mm-hmm. but some people stay on with me for six months, eight months, and it's because they know mm-hmm. I need that accountability. And like you know, that's fine with me because I'm glad to help them. But you know, for a lot of people, they just need some system of accountability. So I think if you're having trouble with any of these things, finding a way to hold yourself accountable, it doesn't necessarily even have to be with a coach. It could it could literally just be you know I have uh, I'm doing a challenge right now and I have my clients. Uh, they have a five item checklist mm-hmm. and a calendar, and every day they have to check off that they did the five items and they have to yep. mark the day as a a check that was consistent or a big x that it wasn't yep. and I think for some people that 's motivating enough to just stay on track and if you can if that alone keeps you on track for 2 months you're mm-hmm. more likely to stay on track for the next like 2 years if you can if you can lock that stuff down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, 100% I've actually. I've
0: used that same uh, same premise with that, some lock I feel it works. So obviously, you know I mean it
1: the Dude, it works for me too. Yeah, I, I, like, yeah, I yeah. I'm consistent with the stuff year round, but like when I'm doing a challenge with my members and and I'm uh checking those boxes yep. it reminds me like, "Oh, and some of them honestly aren't even like fitness things. Like I have them doing uh, like 30 ounces of water before noon, uh, you know, accurately tracking calories and protein, yep. uh, 30 minutes of activity, even if it's just walking. Yep. Um, and then the other ones are, um, one of the ones that's that's pretty important that I notice uh, is uh, uh, gratitude journaling. Yep. So at the end of each night, writing three things that are specific and unique to that day that you're grateful for. Yep. And the other one is, because thir- it's summertime, 30 minutes of outdoor time. Mm-hmm. So like, uh, again, like you could you can knock a bunch of those things out at once. You could do a 30 minute walk outside. That's your, your 30 minute, mm-hmm. uh, activity and 30 minutes of outdoors time. But anyway, the act of taking a pen and making a check mark is mm-hmm. sometimes enough to keep someone accountable.
0: Mm-hmm. I think people tend to lose the sight of, well, you're just kind of, and this is a little off base, but it, it'll be back. And just in terms of like, so after schooling, right, basically everybody, Um, unless you have to do it for work, like most people don't even think about the power of being able to write something down or again, like using your own, in terms of talking about language, like that's your language, what you write, what you put out into the world or what you say and realize that the power that that does have over your life. And just by doing, like you said, simple things by making check marks or, um, you know, changing your self-talk and not self-deprecating out in public or just uh, in general, not just in public. Yeah. Um. They seem like such small things, but they're life changing. Oh yeah, they are huge. Like people really, I think people don't understand the power of that. Like everyone, everyone's quick to go to Google and say, "How can I? Where's the fast track? Where's the quick pill? Where's the the quick fix that I can do to um, allow me just to be better at this and to stay more consistent?" But it's things that you can control in your own mind yeah, a lot yeah. of the time. You know what I'm saying? Oh
1: no, I I think all of this is just it's just compound effect, man. Yep. it's just 100%. it's just constant. Uh, Investments each day in yourself. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, exactly. Like, uh, when you're investing, like, uh, let's say you have an IRA or a 401k, you make these small little contributions. You know what I mean? But then they 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 increase, they add up, they have interest, and then over the course of you know 20, 30 years, you have a big chunk of money at the end of that at the end of that stretch. Uh, it's the same thing with like fitness and stuff like that. It's not about these like huge major lifestyle changes. It's little things that you can. Cu- easily check off every single day and some days it'll be easier than others and some days you won't get all of them but like constantly just hitting those boxes just Mm -hmm. checking them off every single day it adds up over time like you know you're not gonna like especially for guys i guess who've been working out for a long time like the more the longer you've been working out the it, it sounds it sounds weird but like the longer you've been working out the smaller the changes you see you know for the amount of effort you're putting in because it becomes your normal yep. so if you're a beginner let's say you're a 17 year old kid and you're just getting into lifting you're going to see amazing progress in that first year if you consistent with <laughs> consistent right you're going to see great progress you probably don't even have to be super strict with your diet mm-hmm. like it's just the consistency and the, the progressive overload you see awesome results when you're 15 16 years into lifting like you can bust your ass for nine weeks and notice very marginal results. Mm-hmm. But it's those little tiny results compounded over time. So again, if you're, lo- if you're looking to lose 100 pounds, don't focus on losing 100 pounds. Focus mm-hmm. on losing one pound a week. Focus on losing two pounds a week. And then that adds up over time. It's mm-hmm. just those little, little things that you do. Mm-hmm. A,
0: lot of, a lot of times I feel like where people tend to have resistance with that aspect of the uh, the law of compounding, right? To allow that to go into effect is just it's the lack of patience. You know, yeah. and I'm a huge, like, advocate, like, in terms of just a few different things, but that, like, business or just, like, even fitness goals and stuff, I, 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 we all have it, we're all humans, I think, at the end of the day, and I, uh, I like to share with people that we are humanizing. like, we, we go through these same things as well. well I, have now, no, like, I have no patience. <laughs> I have no patience. Me either. I want
1: everything tomorrow. Yes. I do. I, I just, want everything yesterday. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, now. exactly. I just understand that it's not going to happen, but it doesn't yep. change the fact that I want it. The only difference is that, like, I don't stop doing what I'm yes. doing even though it didn't happen that fast. Mm-hmm. That's the only difference. Uh, and that's the difference probably between... Uh, Average, know, average and and not to say that I'm above average. I'm just saying, but for for most people who aren't able to stay consistent, it's just that they give up when things aren't happening. Mm-hmm. Whereas people who are consistent, they they still get frustrated, they still get impatient, they just don't stop because mm-hmm. they know the consequence. Like I know the consequence of what it would be like if I stopped working out and 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 you know ate like crap all the time. I know I would feel awful. Mm-hmm. I know my health would go down the crapper. I wouldn't be uh, you know, myself, I wouldn't feel like myself. So I just don't choose not to do it, but it doesn't change the fact that I'm fucking impatient. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, I want everything tomorrow. (laughs) Like, like, you know, I don't, I hate hearing that things are going to take six months or that things are going to take a year, but it's just, you know, that's just the way it is. I mean, I was just telling Tyler last week, we were talking about it and I was just like, yeah, man, like, you know, everything that you're feeling right now, like being a couple months into starting your business, like that's, I was like, I still feel that. Three years in. But it's like, but I know that's not going to be helpful, but I just understand that like, you're never going to get more patient. You're just going to get a little bit more confident confident that like, okay, this is my normal. Like, you know what I mean? It's, it's so crazy that this is my normal now that I get to do what I do and I don't take, I don't, uh, you know, take the time every day to to really stop and appreciate it because I'm always just kind of like focusing and being impatient. You know what I mean? I'm guilty of it. Like I said, mm-hmm. but again, at the end of the day, like doesn't change the fact that like show up on time to all my appointments. Yep. I I train my clients. I, I I communicate with them. I you know I check off my appointments every day. I mm-hmm. Answer my emails. Uh, even on the days that I don't want to do it. Even on the days when I hear about someone who has two thousand members and, or they're making way more money than me mm-hmm. or they're they're making way having way more of an impact than me. Uh, it doesn't. I don't give up. I just keep doing it. Yeah, 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 hundred percent. And I think that comes into
0: on uh, the same note, just being grateful for what you are able to control and um, being just a, taking the moment to appreciate that you you do have what you have. You know what I mean? And being being feeling lucky for what we have as well. Because too many times I feel that we um, we don't take the time to sit back, take a moment, and just appreciate the things that we actually do have. And we just get impatient with like, oh well, I could get this tomorrow. I could get this, you know, in a month. I could, I could be here. I could be at this same position now. What do I need to wait the two, three, four, five, six months for? And it's the the process, the journey is why oh, yeah. it's all worth it. You know what I mean? Like that's I've realized from I mean sports, fitness, all of it. You you learn a lot of lessons. You big takeaways when you commit to doing something for a long time. And I've just realized to become. Uh, more comfortable in the process and i I felt like uh for me that was what allowed me to have a lot of versatility when i was uh at my uh, old job and that's what i felt like was the springboard for me to go and start my own business because i felt that i could i although i i go through it like everyone else does i go through you know like feeling insecure and impatient and all those things i feel like like if you're able to adapt to those quicker yeah, and you're able to make those changes on yourself in a in a quicker uh, standpoint. Then you can, um, you can adapt, and then not only adapt, but you're able to just stay consistent when the times get hard and it's not going how you want it to go. And you you're much less apt to quit. You know, like uh, quitting is not even an option. Well, yeah, you put
1: <laughs> if you're consistent, you put you develop habits. Yep. And then when things are habitual and they're automatic, you, do. you don't constantly question them. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I mean? And I think anytime I've ever Thought of or tried to pursue something that I thought would be like a quicker Mm -hmm. route or like an easier route, Uh, and there's a difference between easier and more efficient. So like, there's obviously small things you do to be more efficient, like, uh, like you know, my consultation process with clients, like I've made it way more efficient. It's not quicker, it's just it's more efficient. You know what I mean? Uh, But again, anytime I've tried to do something that I was like, oh, maybe this will be easier money or this will be uh, an easier way of doing things. It generally doesn't Absolutely. work out as much because the motivation behind it is to make things easier I think sometimes people just need to like really just swallow that hard pill and, and, and suck it up and understand that it's supposed to be hard work and you're supposed to be putting in effort and I, I think mm-hmm. for me as a trainer like as someone who's you know waking up really early and working long days and stuff of like that anytime I've tried to pull away from that and be like well, well there has gotta be like an easier way to do this uh, it doesn't always work out the way I wanted to because, again, I'm trying to find a way around working hard. Mm -hmm. And as I just work harder and put more effort into my appointments and building relationships and communicating with clients, that's when things are going well and that's Mm -hmm. when I notice business going better. And and instead of trying to get everything now, now I'm just trying to think more like long term. So again, that's more business related. But when it comes to fitness, it's only Recently that I've started being way more long-term thinking and now. It sounds weird for someone who's been doing it as long as I have But mm-hmm. I've always been like oh, well, maybe if I do this type of workout I'll get really jacked really quick or if I do this type of diet blame me I'm guilty of those things now I just check the boxes every day eating my protein yep. eating my ca- tracking my calories hitting my workouts looking for small improvements week-to-week not ditching a program after two after a week mm-hmm. uh because I'm just bored of it, just yep. sticking it through and doing it uh, and and then I've been seeing way better results all around feeling way better just by being relentlessly like habitual with that stuff
0: yeah hundred percent I think on that on that same notion uh being relentless, being habitual with it, and not allowing um if we're talking about uh you know self limited behaviors or, or things from the outside that incur and so we'll say like spark plug you know self-learning behaviors is uh, i think social media is a huge one oh dude yeah. <laughs> not not comparing yourself to another person's journey um whether it be i mean if we're talking about fitness and nutrition so if a guy looks a certain type of way or if a, a woman looks a certain type of way like they more than likely have put in the time and the effort in order to for themselves to look that way they've built the habits the patterns over time to have this just be how they live now like this is the lifestyle that they've built out um don't allow social media to be the the, the ultimate comparison uh for you guys and what you tend to uh, compare your goals to because at the end of the day again like, it's a highlight reel and on the same flip note of it like everyone's journey is different everyone's process is different as individuals we all are different so notice that harness that and try to commit to whatever is most aligned with you.
1: Oh, yeah, man. And, I, again, I'm mm-hmm. guilty of that, too. I could have the best day in the world yep. and awesome workout I feel great. I see one picture of The Rock, and I'm like, fuck myself. <laughs> fuck off. Like, I'm, not, I'm just yeah, mad. I'm like, exactly. oh, I, he's so much more jacked jack than I am. I'm never going to be that jack. And, again, I spiraled down that, like, negative self-talk. Yep. So I'm guilty of it, too. Uh, and for me, like, the, I don't – for me, honestly, like, I don't really see, like, any real positive – reason to scroll through social media mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. i noticed whenever i make the concept ever not to scroll through social media i just Still feel weird. way better but i get it it's like people don't want to talk about it but like it's addicting because like you're getting like constant entertainment whether it's something funny or something you know uh motivating whatever it is like it's a constant you're just consuming all this fucking content over and over and over and it's mm-hmm, endless mm-hmm. it's like you're it's constant. like well what am i missing what am i missing what am i missing if you just trust me guys I know it sounds preachy but like if you just don't do that for like three days mm-hmm. you will I promise you you will feel so much better mm-hmm. like your eyes will even feel better just from like not constantly staring at the screen mm-hmm. but like I know for me I make a conscious effort not to do that because I'm guilty of that man I'm guilty of like you know if there's like a dead spot in the day mm-hmm. and I'm bored just boom just you scroll through you watch a funny video you mm-hmm. look at a funny meme you watch a, like a workout thing and you're just like oh before you know it all these minutes have passed by and you've literally done fucking nothing but watch garbage and just get, like, upset. So, like, yep. if that's... Again, it's all relative. If you can scroll through social media and it doesn't bother you, then that's fine. For some people, though, I think it's, like, the same as, like, alcohol. Like, for some people, drink they can drink alcohol socially. Like, I know me. Like, I can drink alcohol socially and you know it doesn't bleed into my everyday life mm-hmm. I, I can i have i don't you know i don't feel the need to drink every day like i don't ever binge drink mm-hmm. um for some people that's not an option because they they're addicted to it so they need to stay away from it completely uh, on the flip side of that i think some people can scroll through shows with social media and has zero effect on their life and that's right. fine but for someone maybe people who can relate to me it doesn't have a positive effect on my life. It literally just makes me pissed off. <laughs> I mean? Like, I like, oh, Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. a, Like, I'll cage you a laugh and I'm mean, but overall, I'm just like, that guy's more jacked than me. This person's, you know, more successful than me. This mm-hmm. person's doing more than me. And it's like... Again, it steers your focus, and now you're focused on all this shit as opposed to looking at, like, I have a beautiful son, a beautiful wife, a nice home, and I get to work for myself. Instead of appreciating that, I'm just focusing on, like people I don't know what no who I am are doing. It's yeah.
0: crazy. It's crazy how what the mind does and the tricks it plays. Like you trick yourself into thinking that just because of what you see, like on a on a screen or something like that. Like that's what everyone's life and that and to be honest, like even pictures, you know what I mean, if you are taking like not like pictures videos, social media, just content in general. Like you can look at something and like it can be fabricated. Videos can be fabricated. But too. but I
1: think I think on that note though. Yeah. I don't think that if it's not fabricated that it should bother you. You know what I mean? So like mm-hmm. for instance like like and I, I, I get what you're I saying. Too, I get what you're saying because I, I think that same way. Like it's like your your other part of your brains like tries to like justify it. Like, oh well maybe they look great but maybe their life is miserable but like you shouldn't think like that. You shouldn't mm-hmm. be like that person should have to be miserable in order for them to have a good body so that I can feel better of about course. my situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think if you can go on social media and assume everything everyone posts is real, mm-hmm. that's what their life is really like, it still shouldn't bother you. You, still, you should still be focusing on what is your life like. What the, and if you are genuinely unhappy with how you feel and how you look... Then that's where this type of stuff helps is you gotta do something about it and mm-hmm. you gotta make, set these boundaries, make these decisions to change that because the consequences in a year, or two years from now, you can be in the same spot mm-hmm. feeling the same way. Mm-hmm. Or you can be two years closer to whatever your long term goal is, you know, mm-hmm. and, and maybe you don't lose as much weight in six months or in a year as you want to, mm-hmm. but if you even lost even if you lost ten pounds in a year that's still good. That's, 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 still, that's still fine. That's still yeah, yeah, yeah. There's win.
0: nothing to be ashamed of. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I agree a hundred percent. I think when it comes to, uh, like living a healthier, quote unquote, healthier lifestyle, I think in terms of like consumption, it's, uh, we will, will say in terms of your uh, nutrition, it's so much more than what you're actually putting on the plate, your consumption yeah. of social media, what you're watching on TV, what you're hearing in the news, what, what type of people you allow to entertain your life. I think there's, there's small things and small adjustments that even as trainers that we suggest to people like going for a walk outside like, yes, is it getting you moving? Yes, is it increasing your calorie burn and all that stuff? Like, that's awesome. Yes, but it's more so, you gotta also think that's 30, however long, you know, say you're going outside and the activity you engage in, that's 30 minutes or an hour that you're not possibly sitting there looking at a screen or watching TV or doing something that's not more beneficial to you. So it's a win-win on both sides of the, or both flips of the coin, you know?
1: I think that's uh, all we have.
0: <laughs> no, we got using food as oh, shit. comfort or celebrate. I Adam's bet. over here trying
1: to end it early. Yeah, I do have an appointment. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I do have a client in like 20 minutes. But uh yeah, no, I, I think I think uh this is a big one too is uh kind of going on into like the psychological aspect of it uh is if you do use food for for comfort identifying you know you know why is that and the also what is stressing you out that's caused you to go to food for comfort so Mm -hmm. I think yeah finding more uh, positive ways to de-stress besides drinking or just eating is important but if you're not if you're not working on the actual thing that's stressing you out whether that's uh, a job, a relationship, whatever it is, like uh, that's something that you want to communicate on and figure out what you need to do. Uh, but yeah, if you're constantly, if you're stressed out and your first go to is, uh, you know, food, you gotta you gotta figure out okay, how often is this happening? Is this a once a month sort of thing? Is it once mm-hmm. every once in a while? Because again, if I get super stressed out and, and stuff like that, like yeah, I don't want to sit there and cook up salmon and eat salmon and vegetables. You no, know what we're mean? We're yeah, I mean? Yeah, I wanna <laughs> order sushi or something. Yeah, I, so I get it but you know you have to identify how often is this happening what are you doing to uh, actually you know remedy this behavior could it be making you know eating more protein throughout the day drinking more water exercising more so that you are more motivated to stay on track I also think you know food for celebration. If you're using food for celebration and for comfort, Mm -hmm. now you're like just burning the candle both ends because then when you're happy you're overeating and when you're sad you're overeating. So like, (laughs) at least pick one. But like, uh, I I I'm I'm just like that too. Like if I hear about like uh, a party or a wedding or a holiday, my first thought is like, ooh, what kind of food they're gonna have? Mm -hmm. So I get that. Yeah, yeah. So I get that. But if you're, but again, like exactly. But like, what are you celebrating? Exactly. So are you someone who's overindulging on holidays and weddings? Like, yeah, whatever. Do you. But, like, um, are you... If you have a good day at work, are you ordering pizza that night? You know what I mean? Are you are celebrating every single win with food? Uh, you know, I would say steer away from using food as a reward and, you know, eat food more for, you know, the nutritional value and eating it for the enjoyment of good-tasting food with good with people you like to hang out with, not just, oh, uh, you know, oh, I worked out today and I... I'm I'm proud of myself for working out, so I'm going to order pizza <laughs> and just cancel out the workout. And I, I think that's where it's so tough for people
0: because they can hear um, only, like, food for fuel, or no, food isn't just for fuel. Like, you should also enjoy what you're eating. Or you know there's always there's such varying levels of adherence i guess you you could say to it's that it's flexible yeah exactly yes. and it should be though like i think people want something to just be definite like this is the answer if i do this i'll look this way and it's like no there's so much range of choice there's so much flexibil- flexibility to it that allows you to be able to build it specifically for you build yeah, your lifestyle yeah. your choices, your fitness uh, routine and um, nutritional choices like specifically for you and like embrace that and enjoy that and again
1: identifying what behaviors are are actually affecting your results. So for example, if you are not tracking calories, you don't know how many calories you're eating which probably means there's somewhere if' you're, if you're in trouble losing weight and you're not tracking calories, there's somewhere in the week where you're overeating. It yeah. might not be every single day, but there's somewhere in the week. So if you're already overeating calories and then you're also celebrating with food and then you're also eating, you know, for comfort, yes. now you're just putting yourself in a no-win situation. So mm-hmm. I think you really have to identify first off like what actually is cause for celebration. And two, like if there's something in your life that's stressing you out enough to where you are over consuming calories multiple times a week, mm-hmm. you have to work on that what the thing that's stressing you out and also work on your own like approach to stress and understanding that like you know stress is a part of life you can't always numb stress mm-hmm. with food or alcohol whatever whatever your thing is so um i think again that goes into a deeper conversation uh you know a, a more of a psychological conversation of like you know are you someone who grew up where food was used for comfort and celebration mm-hmm. then you can identify that that's not, it doesn't mean it's a bad thing it's just oh i'm doing this because when i was a kid when I had a bad day, my mom would, you know, bake me cookies. Yep. That's fine. But, like, now you're an adult, so identify, like, okay, that's why I'm doing this. I know the reasoning behind it. It's not that I don't have control over this. I'm just following habits I established as a kid. I still have control over th- these decisions, so I'm just going to make different decisions. Yeah,
0: no, 100%. Man. I, I agree. It's just noticing the, the relationship between uh, your decisions, your choices, and um, what's going to allow you to stay uh consistent and allow you to align on your goals over the long term like again if you're engaging in uh food comfort and celebration weekly you're setting yourself up to not be you know successful successful. yeah yeah. there's no way like you just you can't do that although we would all love to unfortunately we can't because love me some food but (laughs) me too but i think that's uh that's all we got for you guys today adam has to go take care of his client (laughs) go kick their butts um guys we thank you once again, as always, for joining us. Please, if you enjoyed today's episode, give us a five-star review. But more importantly, please share with friends, family, anyone you think that this would help them. They can enact part of these, uh, these principles and some of the things we talked about into their life. Um, if you want to find us anywhere else, you already know you can find us on Instagram at Nurse Retie and Badger Strength. Everything will be right in the show notes. And again, we thank you guys for coming. We'll talk soon.
1: Thank you, guys.